Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast, and I am your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health, freedom. And in that light, I'm always interviewing guests, entrepreneurs, thought leaders on the cutting edge, changing the world. So today, we have a very special guest, um, Lois Hollis, and um, she's a uh, shame and guilt educator counselor uh she's also a filmmaker and author which is be interesting to talk to her about that but today's talk is going to be all about emotional freedom and um talking about shame and guilt so i'm happy to welcome lois welcome well thank you chris and i spent my entire life in the medical field i jumped from traditional to holistic to save my life excuse me but it helped and so i'm well versed in the medical field as far as how we interact with each other yeah that's that's wonderful well you know i know uh shame and guilt is actually a pretty uh interesting topic with brene brown kind of um unleashed the idea mainstream but uh tell us more about yourself and um how you got started and we'll get into the conversation Okay, well, I'm 79 as of last month, and I could talk for a few hours, so I'm not going to bore you with all of that, even though it's quite interesting. As I said, I was in the health field. Well, I'm still in the health. You know, once a nurse, always a nurse. I have three MDs in the family, and um, I've been involved in all sorts of uh, areas of nursing. I started the first kidney hemodialysis unit in the United States in 1966 at Thomas Jefferson. So that should, you know, it's a nice intro into the medical world. I'm sort of a trailblazer, as that would just say. And I was very instrumental with University of Maryland in Baltimore before that about the open heart team and University of Maryland. Not that I did anything as creative as the kidney unit, but I was instrumental in bringing the operating room and the recovery room together because those patients needed that transfer. So I look at myself as a trailblazer and loving, loving health. And it's interesting that I always wanted to be healthy and always wanted to help people be healthy. That's my MO. But today I am in more or less the emotional health as opposed to the physical health. And it came from a very abusive childhood. 
I don't remember a lot of it, but I remembered it later on. I was dying around 55, heart, you know, mitral valve prolapse and severe lung deficiency because I had scoliosis so badly. My lungs were crushing in. I had broken jaws, brain trauma. I had very severe childhood abuse. And the doctors were correct. I was dying because I took 30 years of medication for my migraine headaches. Mm-hmm. And everyone can attest to that. Yeah. Well, one day I fell on the floor crying because the doctor said, you just need to take more drugs. And I said, I'll die in already. And if I take more drugs as a kidney dialysis nurse, I know I'm not going to make it. Mm. Luckily, I found a holistic chiropractor person that helped my body return back to normal and um, no more headaches. I can go out in the sun now. And so life is really happy for me because, however, as you all know, you got to do the emotional work. And that's where I found that my uh, software was more or less being guilted and shame. And I came to learn many things. I have an ability to find information that's not on the computer yet. I had a near-death experience in childhood. My neck was broken. I kind of went to other dimensions and came back. So I've always been in that dimensional shift place where I can find things that other people can't. It just is. So I was able to put it together that shame, guilt, I say shame, guilt, because it's really one word, is an energy that interacts with us. And once I figured that out, I could release the guilt and shame from my childhood. Shame guilt is a very interesting energy. And people can call it anything they want. Some people call it the shame guilt leech. Some people call it the shame guilt monster. Mm. Some call it the evil wizard. I don't care what you call it. It's a negative energy. And I know Benet Brown says shame is making you feel bad about yourself and guilt as you did something wrong. But Mm. that doesn't really heal you. And when you separate the two, your brain, oh, I'm so glad I'm talking to medical people. The the shame is in the unconscious mind and guilt's in the conscious mind. But as you know, it's the same thing. It's on the nervous system. It's Mm. just that one is called differently than the other because it's on two different systems. And I know that's how it works. But it confuses your mind because shame works 24 in the nighttime to make more guilt. Guilt makes more shame during the day. And then you go to sleep and you get. So it's a vicious cycle of shame, guilt. And some people say shame is bad and guilt is good because we're moral. No, it isn't. There's no healthy poison. And you know that. If it's one item, how can one part be good and one part bad? I look at it as a, as a coin, heads and tails, that shame, guilt. And the reason I'm doing this is because once you understand what shame, guilt, energy is, you know how to kick it out of your life and how it doesn't belong to you. That's why I'm doing this, you know, talk right now to help you to think another way. Mm-hmm. Now, shame, guilt, energy has the lowest energy that a human species can live with. Did you ever hear of Dr. David Hawkins? Yeah, I've heard of David, but go ahead and elaborate. Yeah, for well, that's okay. It doesn't matter. I just 
you know, Dr. David Hawkins, he lives in heaven now. He did a map of consciousness. And I don't know if I sent that picture to you, but if you're interested, I can resend it. He did a medical, excuse me, um, mathematic address to each emotion. The highest emotion, as you know, is enlightenment. And that's 700,000 to the 30th power. And there is such a number, according to my brother-in-law, five zeros to the 30th power. That's enlightenment. And then we go down to love and joy and happiness and some confidence. And somewhere around 200, it turns to a negative. And when it turns to a negative, our frequency drops. We have more power when we're happy and sad. So we have anger and hatred and anxiety and depression. And guess what the last energy is? Shame, guilt. Shame. And it comes in at 10. 10. That's the lowest frequency that you can have and still be breathing. Isn't that interesting? So when people say, oh, guilt is good, I need to go slap them. But I don't. Because that's the lowest frequency. And it's a stuck, and I've noticed in your um, website and all, it's stuck. You know, you get stuck in this, you're getting stuck in that. Well, shame, guilt is glue. And it actually makes you stuck in a hole because you have no way out. And as you can, you know, that suicide is usually brought about guilt and shame. I'm not good enough to live. I did this wrong. And so it's very important to mention that because the suicide is very um, on the rise at this moment in time. So I always tell people, if you're in shame, guilt, just get out, you know, call a friend, read a book, play some music, talk to your friend, go out. You have to get out of the shame, guilt energy because you're stuck. I've had um, a patient last week, a client, as last week, and she was in severe regret because her mother had died from alcoholism. And she was very guilt-ridden because she couldn't help her mother out. And that's understandable. You know, if people don't want to get well, you're not going to get them well. She went into regret instead of guilt. Regret gives solution. Shame, guilt doesn't give a solution because you're not good enough. To even get a solution. So she went to regret, which is a higher vibration than guilt. And she started programs for people with alcoholism and helped them out of it. So that's one thing that I help people to see that, okay, regret's not the best. And depression is not the best. And anger isn't. But anything's better than guilt. Interesting. Quite a, quite a fast. So tell us uh, shame, and, shame and guilt. Um, you talk about this. Uh, how do you basically uh, heal from this? Uh, like shame and guilt, is it um, is placed by society or parenting? And how do we recognize shame and guilt? Okay, uh, give me about two hours, <laughs> but I'll give you the I'll give you the uh, quick version, and people can always find on the website the details. Okay, now you're understanding that shame guilt energy is not part of you. It's like a leech that comes onto you and sucks out your light energy. And that people in shame guilt, they're not very active, are they? They're very down. 
because their energy is being taken away from them. So that's the first thing to know is that you may not see the energy of shame, guilt, but you know what happens to you. And that's why I became a filmmaker to make shame, guilt visible so people can see what happens to them. Now, since you're all very medical, and I won't use a lot of medical terms because I will maybe flub up a little bit. So I'm going to be more technical. Shame, guilt, energy is like a computer virus. What time happens to your computer when you get a virus in it? Right. It's terrible. <laughs> Nothing works. Can you see the virus? No. You can see what it did, though your Microsoft Word and your, hopefully you're praying to God, please don't lose all my uh, pictures and my newest book. And oh my God, I'm in trouble. You did a very stupid thing. And why did you do that? That makes that energy is bringing shame, guilt upon you. I'm transferring it in words to you. That's how it comes to you. Wow. I love what you're doing. It's awesome. Those words are not shaming. So that's how we get shame, guilt from other people. We got it from our mother and our father and our grandmother and the teachers and the ch church and the religion. I don't care what religion you have or what religion you don't have. They're going to shame you. The government, the medical field and my experience in the medical field and my daughters, you know, who went through med school. It, it was a very shaming experience. That's their way. And that's what they do. But you have to understand that when someone teaches in shame, guilt, then it comes on to you. But if you don't accept it, that's okay. But you don't know this. And that's why I'm a teacher. I'm teaching people that the shame, guilt that people throw upon you for whatever reason, you can just not accept it. But you have to know it not to get it, you know. As Sansun said, know thy enemy. So I'm all about knowledge here. The more you know, the less shame guilt you're going to get from other people and from yourself. Interesting. So, uh, why do you think uh, shame is so prevalent in, um, for example, like profession of medicine or especially um, one where I noticed it was most in, um, you know, uh, like narcissists or um, manipulators, bullies, they use shame. And oh, guilt. yeah, yeah, definitely. And I really don't know, but it is true. However, what I can say from a nursing standpoint, I am very sensitive and my will is to help others. And we're more of a giving profession, even if you're in it for some other, you, you want to help people heal. And you're, you're giving to go into the healing health. You want to help. You want to heal. And when that gets slam down either you did it wrong you did the wrong medicine or you didn't hear the patient right you shame yourself and also you get it from the patients and your superiors why didn't you do that you should have got the dose different or what you you know there's always that because medicine is not perfect i've seen some incredible miracles and you know some other things that didn't work and even though the person will have the best operation, maybe the aftercare is not perfect. And I was on a floor CU, ICU with like four or five patients that needed individual care. Could I do that? No. I called the director of the nursing and I said, I will not be responsible for four clinical 
patients on a respirator. Either you send me people to help or I leave. But you have to know that I will not do this. Now, when I was 20, I wasn't that good. You know, today, 79, I'm going to say I won't do that. It, mm -hmm. it takes a little maturity to do that. So that's how we get shamed and guilt ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're overloaded. I mean, I don't even want to get into the, the situation with the COVID right now and how demanding it is, is that we, no matter what situation we're in, we have to know that we won't accept shame, guilt from other people or from ourselves. That's a mind thing, but also you have to live it by actually seeing the words as shame, guilt, energy coming upon you and say no. Mm -hmm. Now, it took me a couple years to remember, oh, and that I see through, I was doing this and that. Oh, that's the shame I took. I throw it away. So you can actually see it, feel it, and remove it. And that's how I people to get rid of it. You cannot say, I get rid of all the shame guilt in me because it doesn't work that way. You mm -hmm. actually have to find it and release it and learn how not to take any more in. But the more you do it, the better you get and the more skillful you get. And you go, oh, my goodness, that is so cool. I really saw that. And I just didn't take it. Wow. Good for me. I'm good. Mm -hmm. That's why I called my films. I'm good. Because every time I did something good, I had to compliment myself because I was so put down in my childhood mm. because I was dyslexic. I was born in 43. In 1950, they did not know dyslexia. And I also had Erin syndrome because of all the brain traumas that all the words would move. So I was considered an idiot child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, my parents came into the Catholic school and they said, your child is an idiot child. She, she writes only backwards and she's unable to read. So mm -hmm. a little shaming there. We get it from, I got a Jewish book and it's called How to Guilt Your Child into Obedience. Okay. It actually says that we are trained. You can't blame your mother, your father, your grandmother, your social structure. It's everywhere. But you have to be smart. And not everybody knows what I'm saying. So you're kind of like for a forerunner. And that's why I have a group called the Shame Guilt Stoppers. I'll try to learn together. Thinking, do you remember the Wizard of Oz and Dorothy going up the Melbourne Road? Okay, she's walking to the uh, Wizard of Oz and <gasps> she has such fear. Well, oh, the all and powerful Oz, the all and powerful director of the hospital, you know? I mean, we, we are faced with that all the time. So, what does Toto do, the little doggy? He pulls the curtain back. And what does he see? A little old man, bald and gray, with a big machine mm -hmm. with green smoke. And that's what shame guilt is. It's a big puff of smoke. And if we have that concept, we can all be a toto because that's what I do. I help pull back the curtain that shame guilt is just negative energy. And it comes into our body through energy. And as you know, we have ley line, lines, uh, meridians, and we're electrical beings. So what happens if you put this negative energy into an um, energy being? It distorts. Mm -hmm. Our positive motions turn negative. 
See, each emotion has a positive orientation and a negative. Mm-hmm. So the compassion turns to depression, intuition mm-hmm. turns to anxiety, and passion turns to anger. I said, gee whiz, I don't have to go to therapy for anxiety and depression and suicide and bullying and all these other things. I just have to get rid of shame, guilt, energy. How mm. cool is that? Yeah. That's what I offer people, the shortcut, because I have patients, that people that come to me that have been in depression counseling for three or four years. But if you don't get rid of the shame, guilt causing it, you're always going to be depressed. One, one client said, I don't want to manage my depression. I don't want to be with it. I want to get rid of it. And I said, you will never get rid of your depression until you get rid of the shame, guilt, energy mm-hmm. that's making it. Yeah. Totally different philosophy here. How can, uh, very interesting conversation. How can people follow you, contact you, um, reach out to you? Well, LoisHollis.com, L-O-I-L. On my website, I have many podcasts. And wonderful hosts like you, Chris, always have a different angle on shame guilt. So it's not boring. You can listen to my podcast. I have films. I'm good film. It talks about how the shame guilt energy comes into us and how do we can get rid of it. Also, we need to make friends with our inner critic. Mm-hmm. We can't cut them up. We can't kick them out. We make partner friends with them inner critic now calls himself king and mm-hmm. instead of bothering me with negative voices he's out there finding podcast hosts like you i he took another job and he empowers me and i empower him and also i have um a newsletter 500 questions mm-hmm. one answer i show you 500 ways you shame yourself and other people shame you we got to learn. We were taught by our mothers and fathers in school and religion how the guilt your guilt is an emotion. You should be so grateful you have guilt because you can, um, you know, repent for all your sin. No, you don't. <laughs> you can be smart, but don't guilt yourself because that brings you down to ten. Right? You're not, and you as you're a very learned person. A ten energy mark is not very um intellectual uh, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast for all of the um listeners out there lois's resources will be in the links and show notes and let's thank lois for a fantastic uh podcast interview okay thank you hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful inspirational motivational piece again if you wherever you are listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week